Um, this is uh, the first time I've played this instrument live. It's a tenor guitar, but it's uh, it's one that I bought for cheap. Uh, it was like 50 bucks, and it's got... Last time, last time I counted, there's a dozen holes in it. Oh, and if you count the big sound hole, there's 13 holes in it. It's pretty messed up, but it's got its own sound. And the tune that's called tenor on the back of Beyond mm-hmm. is this instrument. Oh, but, cool. Uh, so this is kind of its uh, world premiere in a semi-live situation. And this piece is uh, kind of improvised. I just um, discovered that when you bang on this instrument, not bang, but gentle taps, it's got a nice right. uh, resonant tone. So this piece is kind of based around the tapping of it. So I'll just go something like this.
And don't worry, it always sounds out of tune like that. Wow. <laughs> how do you uh, how do you come up with those sounds? Is that like that object's sounds that it makes, or I guess is is the sounds from the object or that? Well, um, oh, the electronic sounding thing is an air synth that uh, is at my feet. So that's an air synth right there. But I mean, just with the, t the tapping and the but the tapping the squeeze, the is what I like about this. That this has a um, it's almost like a um, like in a gamelan, you know, there's syllables mm -hmm. for the drums. Right. It's nice that this has a that has a real sharp one, and this one is kind of like bass. So it's uh, it's kind of nice. Um, a lot of guitars don't have. I mean, it's not that easy to just right. Yeah. Um, first, you have to get used to take your take your hand away, move it to another part on the guitar, and I'll get back in time to pick the note. Mm -hmm. um, and this was the first time I tried it with the air synth. Um, but, that was uh, great. Well, thank you. Where did you even get the idea to play a tenor guitar? Um, I was playing baritone ukulele, and mm. uh, baritone ukulele is nylon strings, and it's so damn quiet that um, in the band Only a Mother, I frequently would right. get lost, um, you know, in the, in the mix. And I bought a Tenor National Steel, which um, I like quite a bit. Um, this one... You know, if if an instrument is fifty bucks and it has a certain quality, you know, I'll, right? Yeah. Generally, I'll pick it up because I'm a whore for cheap instruments. But um, how many have you got? Um, I've yeah, I've got a few hundred instruments. It's kind of carried away because um, <laughs> I've got jeez, uh, I've probably got about twenty five ukuleles. Wow. Yeah. Um, and only for playing or. Um, I, of those, I probably play about four of them. No, I probably play about five or six because there's different voices right. in the ukulele family. Mm. So I've got like a few good sopranos, which is the common voice, but, um, sometimes you just got to have a baritone and I've got a eight string one that a friend of mine made for me. That's really nice. Is a, a baritone uke about the same size as a tenor guitar? Uh, the way I tune the tenor guitar is the same way that one would tune a baritone ukulele. Okay. The body is considerably smaller. Oh, all right. This, if you notice, it's a big, it almost looks like a uh, swing, you know, like I should be in a swing band. Right, yeah. Which, um, come on, what's the swing band that was, uh, the one that did Hell, the Hell uh, song. Squirrel Nut Zippers. Squirrel Nut Zippers, yeah. The mm. woman plays a tenor guitar. Oh, Cool. That very same one. Um, no, she plays Just one kidding. with 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 a lot fewer holes. <laughs> All right. Uh, up now, we're gonna hear the last track from the Back of Beyond CD, Epilogue, appropriately. Do you have anything to share about that? Um, was it called Epilogue before it was the last track on the CD? Yes, it's. Uh, it was written in probably 1992 for Peter Sparling, and it was the final piece in his. Uh, dance uh, evening of dance called travelogue okay. and uh there's it's misleading how number tracks how many i don't know how many tracks there are but i would guess that there's probably about 50 tracks or so because i kept doing pre-mixes and uh, that one took me years to mix but i'm usually not that anal um, there's other things on there that you know i wrote and mixed and did everything in mm -hmm. a matter of an hour or two so so this one is misleading this is my attempt at it's serious music. That's serious music? Yeah. 
Well, we'll try to bear with you. <laughs> Are you game to say two more words? Uh, I could probably have played a song. I didn't know that there was a... Uh... I'd rather not play a song right now, but... Uh... Great, you, you only need to stall for something like like eight more seconds. Okay. Oh, the road shines just like diamonds, just like diamonds in the sun. Take it away. Um, I thought I'd do this piece that um, I haven't played yet in public, and in fact, up until a couple days ago, I thought it was a piano piece. Ooh. But um, I've got this little um, kind of quasi-DJ Junior setup, beginning DJ. This is like DJ 101 or something. Okay. Um, so I thought I'd do it with this accompaniment. But don't worry. I mean, Does that I, I mean, I love DJ music, but this isn't all at all dancey. <laughs> this is uh, rather, this is a navel gazer. And uh, I'll just start it. Thank you. 
dreams I lie out in the rain and dream of jumping from an airplane. This is not so very absurd. I just want to fly with the birds. 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 The indigo bunting is a pretty little finch that delivers its persistent song while perched at the top of a shrub in a brushy field or roadside. Listen for a series of two-syllable notes with definite spacing. Sweet, sweet, choo-choo,
sound was me turning off this vintage record player yeah, tell us about that little that little man <laughs> uh, well this little man um, for a buck I got it at, a, at an estate sale and I was so excited because the cards inside um, I've got about 50 cards that play different bird songs and then right. there's a friendly gentleman that comes in sa- comes on and says Think of the yellow-bellied starling's call as a ping-pong ball dropping and increasing in frequency each time it drops. Anyhow, it's... um. Why does they say that? Well, you know, he's got a... Because it's made for bird watchers. Mm-hmm. So he tells you ways of remembering bird calls. Oh, okay. Um, huh. And whenever you... You know, how do you describe something if you can't make the sound? That's really weird. It's uh, so it, it's uh, it's pretty fascinating. But what I love about it is it, um, you've got pieces of cardboard, and then on the back of it is a small piece of plastic, that um, the, that is actually the record. And rather than the record spinning, the stylus, right, uh, spins. So you've got the needle spinning around. Um, and it all fits. You can't see it in the radio audience, but it's smaller than the palm of my hand, and I have an itsy bitsy hand. It's true. Yeah. So it's a little. It's just a little guy. Yeah, it's pretty cool. And uh, you know, hey, it's upside down. It's sideways. This thing plays no matter what. It's pretty no. Cool. No one's gonna believe you on the radio. Yeah. It's like yeah, right. <laughs> but it's beautiful. I love low tech. Um, yeah, that's the best. That's what the local music show is all about, officially. Yeah. Yeah, says the man with two samplers in front of him. Yeah. But these are these are boss doctor samples. You know, these are even before they got the kinks out. So, yeah. All right. Well, more to come, right? Yeah. Um, is there going to be a song? Mm-hmm. I mean. Yep. Up next, we have a little song called Plus Three by the the band Pinwheel, formerly of Ann Arbor. <laughs> that should be coming on any anytime. Great. It was recently in Japan. And I took um, these samplers and um, my air synth with me. And mm-hmm. I got to get used to doing this, you know? It's, it's um, more uh, portable then? Well, no, I mean, doing this as opposed to playing a guitar and singing. You know, that's, um, that's Cause nice. Because it's the future, right? Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I want to, you know, I, I, I got to keep hip. Mm-hmm. What are the kids doing these days? That's what the kids are doing. Yeah, that's what the kids are doing. None of these like fashioning elaborate mechanical automatic instruments. No, they as, just use computers. Which, um, yeah, I mean, on this CD, Back of Beyond and Music for Desserts, I've got, um, I've got a lot of automatics, and that's something where you know my heart is really there, but um, my back isn't. Right. And it's really a, an incredible amount of setup, mm-hmm. but it's uh, it's rewarding. And I hope that I can do that in Ann Arbor um, later this year, maybe in the fall, um, because it, it's nice when I can spend hours setting them up right. and do a really nice show. Um, I don't know if you've seen them, but uh, I, I've not. But but um, I've heard nothing but good things. Yeah. Well, you've heard them. 
um, because they're right, all over. Yeah. Uh, they're all over the CD. What does that? What does having the automatic instruments bring to, like, a recorded song, as opposed to playing something? Well, um, you know, there's some people that are actually um, uh, adamantly opposed to recording automatics um, uh-huh. just because they think that you're not experiencing it that way. I mean, I, I think of it as, I mean, what it brings more than anything else is it's just another document. But um, as far as musically, you know, why record it? It makes me play, you know, I'm kind of a clumsy player as it is, mm-hmm. <laughs> if you notice. Um, and these machines that I make are equally clumsy. Um, and it's kind of fun having them kind of go in a certain direction and following them. Um, I mean, and I don't mean that they're always clumsy. Sometimes they are you know, they do as best. rigid as can be. Yeah, there is an automatic uh, show at the Elbow Room later this month. Okay. Yeah, I think so. But um, there's not there's not a whole lot of it in the U.S. to speak of. I think it's more of a um, European thing. Oh. Um, I was inspired by Trimpin, who mm-hmm. um, is on the West Coast, and Pierre Bastien, who's um, in probably living in Holland now. Um, and I use computers, but I frequently just use the motors. And okay. um, sometimes the motors, since I'm buying secondhand motors, they're not particularly steady. But um, but anyhow, like I said, that can be half the fun. That's how it that yeah. adds to it and frequently you know um you you take it for granted what the number of things that a pick or a fingernail does on a string so i i have a i spend a lot of time trying to come up with the correct plectrums and frequently i mean another this is in partial answer to your question earlier mm-hmm. about what does it what does recording why record this stuff um well, one of the things that it does is with my plectrum, frequently the pick is very pliable and it actually drags across the instrument. That's so how as, you get that. So when a finger plays a ukulele, it sounds like that. But uh-huh. when my plectrum does, sometimes it does something like this. Right. And if it's a steady motor, this becomes beautiful. It just becomes this thing where, you know, people are, like, convinced that I'm sampling something. And it's like, no, that's, that's a piece of plastic dragging across a piece of wood. It's brilliant. You know, and and it's not. It's just a uh, engineering... Um, Failure? Well, yeah. Well, engineering left turn. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So um, what are you going to play for us now? Um, or is it a surprise? Is name that tune kind of thing? Okay. Yeah. Let's do that. All right. Let's do that. Ready? Seven six three three five hundred, with your guesses. Here we go.
That's about it. And if you haven't guessed it, um, that was a collection of pieces from um, You Only Live Twice. Why did I have to think of the name? Um, with a score by John Barry and, of course, uh, starring Sean Connery. Nothing to it. The contortion is said. She wrapped both legs behind her head. Walking on her hands to the hilltop, she strode. Perched at the top, downward she rolled. She took to the highway and passed up a link and which pulled to the shoulder. He figured too much drinking for 40 days and 40 nights. She was the light that lit up our lives. A human will become a human will because a human can will. A human will, a human will. On day 41, she screeched to a halt. Cloud dust that rose came a crowd doing somersaults. A circus commenced, a chill went through the crowd, undulating and ovulating loud. Nothing to it, the contortion is sad. She removed both legs from behind her head. The media fell down from the was simply why why they asked so superhuman she shrugged her shoulders and said because I can why they asked so superhuman she shrugged her shoulders and said because I can because I How about something by Roger Miller? The Roger Miller? The not the local Roger Miller. Not the How many Roger Millers are there? Oh, come on. There's Mission of Burma Roger Miller. Mission of Burma Roger Miller. Not him. Not him. There's uh what was There's it called? Dang Me Roger Miller. Dang Me Roger Miller. Yeah. That's my Roger Miller. <laughs> my Roger Miller. <laughs> um anyhow, uh this is called England Swings. Let me start that again. (laughs) 
England swings like a pendulum do. Bobby's on bicycles two by two. Westminster Abbey, the Tower Big Ben. Rosy red cheeks of the little children. Now if you and puff, then you try to save enough money. Try to take your family on a trip across the sea. Take a tip before you take a trip. Let me tell you where to go. Go to England, oh, England swings like a pendulum do. Bobby's on bicycles two by two. Westminster Abbey, the Tower Big Ben. Rosy red cheeks of the little children. Mama's old pajamas and your papa's mustache Falling off the windowsill, frolic in the grass Try to mock the way they talk, fun but all in vain Gaping at the dapper men with derby hats and canes England swings like a pendulum do Bobby's on bicycles two by two Westminster Abbey, the Tower Big Ben Rosy red cheeks of the little children England swings like a pendulum do Bobby's on bikes two by two Westminster Abbey, the Tower Big Ben Rosy red cheeks of the little children England swings like a pendulum do Bobby's on bikes two by two Westminster Abbey, the Tower Big Ben Rosy red cheeks of the little children You know, sometimes <laughs> you just go on the air and you, you need to you need to remember, you know, four words and you just can't. And those it's King of the Road and that's just Oh, of course, yeah. It's not there. And um you know he had a lot of hits. He had a lot of hits. He did. He um Chug a Lug. Chug a lug, chug a lug, don't it make you go hide ho. Great singer. Um Yeah. And a great songwriter. So coming as a singer songwriter coming from as being a the state of being a <laughs> uh so, you know coming from somewhere where you're you'd consider yourself a singer songwriter to what you do now what would you say that like the music on your uh back of beyond record is genre well um i almost rejected um the um the tendency to call it toy pop because yeah. nobody in the united states knows what toy pop is and when i was in japan um they weren't particularly clear on what it was either but it's you know there's certain things that it definitely isn't and um mm. i think half of that cd is toy pop i think um epilogue that mm. long track that's not toy pop not toy pop because there are some you know i, I think um if you know the music of the Penguin Cafe Orchestra, mm-hmm. um, Rubber Band, and there's like a, what's a, is what, what's the name of the one with the telephone in the beginning? Those are kind of toy uh, poppy, but most of that is not toy pop. Okay, you know, and I don't. There's some something naive. There's a quality of naivety, perhaps. Mm-hmm. Um, and the there's toy a, pop. there's a simplicity behind it, and sometimes it's in the instrumentation. Um, it's not anally tuned. <laughs> but not. Yeah. which I mean, it's not like that's a quality of toy pop. But, you know, if you use toy instruments, mm-hmm. um, most of them, there's a very few toy manufacturers that, that um, put in that overtime to get the tuning correct. 
Right. Uh, especially if they're using my toys because I like vintage toys. Where do you uh, find the toys? A lot of flea markets. Or where do you like? Do, is it just like any toy will do, sort of? Oh um, no! I mean, there's some great brands out there. Mm-hmm. Um, Fisher Price, Jmar, Emony. Those are all good. Um, How much are they misused, or like when you use this toy, you know, keyboard or something? Is it is it misused from? I don't know. What do you do with them? Oh, I don't. No, I, I use them the way they were made to be used, kind of. Mm-hmm. Except that you know. To actually do that. Yeah. Um, it's funny. I, I wonder how many people... It, there's like... You could fill up this room with the number of books that have been written for toy instruments. Did anybody ever play those songs in the books? You know? I mean, that's... I suppose you could argue that that's the way they're supposed to be played. Mm-hmm. But I think... I mean, no, I don't use extended techniques in them. But with a free read... And I'm sure Mad Cat Ruth could call and tell me about all these extended techniques with a free read, but I don't circular breathe with a toy instrument. Um, right. Um, but you know, you probably could pretty easily. Um, yeah, so I play them, I'm kind of on the up and up <laughs> with my toy instruments. And of course, you know, the toy piano, um, um, you know, it, it's relatively respectable. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's, um, there's a CD out, um, I can't remember the woman's name, that plays toy piano, that plays classical music on it. And it's a lovely CD. And, you know, it's great, I think. Because a, a high-end Jamar is, if you forget about the, you know, truly high notes, it's, it's, the intonation is pretty good. Mm-hmm. And the action is terrible next to a piano, but it's just something you get used to. Right. And, it, and the sound of the keys, I mean, some people cringe when they hear the release from a toy piano because you can, it's, it's noisy, but it doesn't bother me at all. I just figure, you know, do people cringe when you hear this on a, you know, the a finger scraping against a string? I mean, it, it's, right. I just think it's a characteristic of the instrument. So mm-hmm. get used to it. <laughs> <laughs> this is my music and yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Um, so the show is on Sunday at the Detroit Art Space, 101 East Baltimore. 101 East Baltimore. Um, I wish I could Detroit. give you a phone number. Oh, but I, I oh, don't. do you? Yeah, do you have one? 313-664-0445. And the, if you haven't been there, and if you can't make it Sunday, go sometime, because um, Detroit Art Space should definitely be... Um, it, it deserves your patronage. There are so few places that um, not only offer live music, but give you a lot of room to do what you want, mm-hmm. you know? Yep. Yeah. Well, thanks a lot for coming on the show. Well, thank you, Jason. Do you want to do one last little song? or? Uh, I didn't have anything in not? mind, but um, I could always play something. Okay. Instrumental or lyrics? Um, instrumental. Okay.
left the room. Hopefully music will start playing very, very soon because that was a short song. Okay. <laughs> 